You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Hey, fam, it's Mr. You. Please enjoy this short perspective specifically for your ears. It won't take long, but it has certainly hit strong. Keeping it all the way short, the ball's in your court. I got a revelation right around 23 years ago or so as I was preparing to teach elementary and middle school children a Sunday school lesson. Because of staffing and some other factors in the ministry at the time, I kind of was tasked with doing double duty. Teaching elementary and middle school children is no easy task to start with, but because of the different levels of understanding and comprehension, it was a challenge to say the least. It was not ideal to teach children of such a wide range, but I prayed really hard to receive the perfect message that applied to or could apply to both age groups, potentially. Now, a lot happened as I began to receive my answer to that prayer, but it started with a ballpoint pen and a sheet of white typing paper. I drew a diagram that was separated into three very specific areas. The outer courts, the inner courts, and the innermost place. Yep, just like the tabernacle highlighted in the Bible in the book of Exodus. And this could be a complicated topic for several reasons. This is really the topic of anyone's Sunday school lesson to be frank, much less for children of a tender age. This is more apropos for a class lesson, perhaps in seminary or, or some level of higher learning or some kind of scholarly uh, environment. But immediately I began to wonder if I missed something. How can I possibly teach these young people about the tabernacle? I mean, these are kids. It's not exactly an easy topic to start with. Right away, almost Instantaneously, I got the strongest impression that this lesson wasn't about the tabernacle at all, but it was about relationship. I still maintain to this day, after 25 years of walking with the Lord, this is probably the biggest revelation I ever had in my entire life. This is the greatest revelation I've ever received. We'll break this down in a future episode sometime in season three, but the short version of this is that the outer courts represent where anyone can dwell. Anyone's allowed, despite their religious beliefs or their inclinations, their lifestyle, habits, etc. Anyone's allowed in inner courts, no restrictions, no limitations. In the inner courts, that's where the more initiated, so to speak, can dwell. This is the place where people who have made a life and faith decision are welcome. They made some choices in lifestyle. They decided that certain things were no longer acceptable or wanted in their life. They become more prone to generosity, compassion. They're more, their heart's more inclined to ministry and service, things of that nature. The innermost place is reserved for those that have been completely given over to the work of the ministry. For them, it's not an option. The ministry and service of that level is their life. It's their goal, it's their purpose, it's their calling, so to speak. These have been entrusted with the highest level of responsibility while doing the Father's business. It's their only goal. 
It's their only work. Now, the obvious question I'm, I'm sure is coming. How did this apply towards relationships? I'll share with you what I received. The outer courts are where those casual interactions are. You see folks and you say hi. You don't have to extend yourself much. You're not obliged to like them. You're cordial and you greet them, but you don't go out of your way to spend time with them. You don't go to dinner with them. You don't do anything outside of the casual cursory responses and interactions that you'd have with somebody who you're not super familiar with or don't want to be. The intercourse are for those with whom you have some trust and a background with. These folks can come to your home. You usually go out to dinner or lunch with them, maybe even breakfast. They may even be the ones that you can call at 2 a.m. in the morning with an emergency and you'll still take their phone call even though you're, you're asleep. You may even get these people carte blanche to drop by your house without an invitation. You may even share personal information, with sensitive information with them. You may even help them find work. You may refer them to your employers for work. Your kids have regularly scheduled play dates with them. You talk to them about cool local deals that you don't share with everybody. They're probably in your top 10 friends list. The innermost place is reserved for special people. These may be your best friends in the world, your soulmate, your confidant, your wing man or wing woman. You trust these kinds with your life, every aspect of your life. You can tell them anything and vice versa. They can tell you anything and you know there's a sacred trust. There's a bond there. There's a two hearts knitted together in love. They know your secrets if they were so inclined, they could destroy you because of what they know. That's how close they are to you. They can be your Peter, James, and John. And they can also be your Judas. They get to see where the magic happens. And they get to peek behind the curtain of your life, of your mind, of your heart. They know everything. They know the better they know the worst. They know the good. They know the bad. Now, which category of relationship are you in? When you look at the tabernacle, it's pretty clear that there are levels of responsibility, obligation, as well as relationship. Which category are you in? Which category should you be in if you're being honest? One of the biggest lessons I learned throughout all this was that I had people in my innermost place that didn't deserve that opportunity to be there. They should have been in the outer courts. There are people in the outer courts that should have been in my inner courts. I didn't trust them like I should have. Now it's time for you to make a big decision. Walk through your inner courts. Walk through your outer courts. Walk through your innermost place. Even if you have to, make a list. Reprioritize. Might be hurt feelings, might be some dramatic change, but do what's best for you. We're keeping it all the way short. Hope you enjoyed our podcast short today. The ball's in your court, and it is. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. 
Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find They Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.